0: Good morning, everybody. Let everything slow down. See if you can hear your heartbeat. feel your heartbeat either way it requires some subtle attention here's a question for you Do you trust more what your five senses tell you? What you perceive in the phenomenal, regular world? Or do you trust more that inner knowing, inner stillness? It's not about the right answer, it's about the honest answer. Very often they're actually at odds with each other. Your thinking mind, your perceptions outside is just a bundle of thoughts made up of conditioned beliefs that made you perceive that in the first place. But life teaches us to believe what we see, believe what we hear, question it, but basically Take it to be authentic at some level. Is that the reality that you have your money on? And sometimes that's at odds with the inner knowing, with the inner sense of where the next movement is coming from. Your logical, practical mind can say it's completely crazy to take the next move that might be coming from inside. Which do you trust? In any regular day, which do you trust? If you have the ability to listen to, you know, pure consciousness, to the movement, the inner guidance inside, your inner guru, if you have the ability to hear that, do you apply your mind to it in order to check it for common sense, authenticity, if you like it, if you don't like it? Or do you say, well... I know this is the direction, so come hell or high water, that's the action I'm going to take. How much trust do you have in it? Or do you bleed it away and strip it down with your mind and rationalize it away and miss the cue? That's an expensive lesson. It means, no, I'll go back into the illusion for another lap, thank you. Let's ignore that signpost. And really, fundamentally, it, it comes down to a trust issue. What do you trust? Do you trust the sensory evidence? Or do you trust your own inner knowing? And it looks like to me that when we're born, we do have an ability to trust. There's an innocence because we've got no choice except to trust that we'll be. Fed and watered, nurtured, cared for, and it's hit and miss on whichever of that we get. But there is an innate trust there because we have no other option except to trust because you're completely and totally dependent. So there is a trust that's, that comes in. And along comes the first betrayal. It'll come sooner or later for everybody. Even for your own kids, they've had a betrayal somewhere along the line. If it wasn't from you as a parent, it was someplace. And you discover that, oh, I trusted that and it let me down. Or I trusted that person and I was let down. And so we learn how to not trust depending on the depth of the scar or the amount of repetitions of betrayal that have happened to us. If we don't heal that, we can't trust that inner stillness. We can't, because our MO shifts to an unhealthy default, a conditioned default, which is actually, you can be betrayed more often than it's safe to trust. Your natural default mode is to trust. So if you're operating from the conditioned experiences of not trusting, it's going to be applied also to your own inner stillness, inner direction. And there will be a reluctance to drop in there. There will be a reluctance to listen to it. Because you won't be able to trust it. Because that will be your learned default. To not trust. religions tried to get around it talking about faith, you know it has its place they're trying to get around something they're onto something and what brought this up for me was um, what brought it into my thinking mind I suppose and gave me the the concept of this was that after I fractured my back you know, I, I couldn't do anything I couldn't get out of bed I couldn't do anything at all even I had somebody lift me up and down off the loo literally like it was I couldn't move and um, and so when 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 I started to get better I was like okay okay I can do this I can step in and out of the shower myself I can do this I was like wow my natural instinct has shifted to not trusting my body that's wild it just I couldn't believe it. I said, I actually don't trust my body. Oh my God, it's become natural that I don't trust my body because for four weeks, I absolutely was just not a player. (laughs) It just didn't do anything I needed it to do. And I had to relearn how to trust my body, to tell myself, come on, trust my body, come on, trust your body, trust your body. Trust your body to get into the car. Trust your body to make that stairs, come on and build it again. I was just amazed, wow, how fast did I go back into not trusting? Oh yeah, I can hold that position. I can hold that position of not trusting and rebuilding it again to reestablish trust. So the moment that I saw that happening is like, oh my God, look at the role that this plays in terms of spirit leading you on. So what's the piece that makes all the difference? Is confidence. Because when I had confidence in my body, I trusted my body again. It's like, wow, it's about not having confidence in it. And it's about having enough confidence whereby it's safe to trust that which you really are. If your confidence is low, you're not going to trust anything. You're not going to trust anything. Because being let down is your norm, so, so you're going to be just not trusting anything. Whatever you've got to do to trust your own inner knowing, to invest in that, <clears throat> to rest in that, to surrender to that, to let go to the, into that, whatever you've got to do to let that have all of you, you're going to have to trust it. And your confidence is going to have to be strong enough so that you're able to like, stand over at your position of saying, okay, my two, foot, two feet are standing in that side of the line. And my personality and my sensory evidence is going to have to bow down to that. And what reminded me this morning is that we've spoken a little bit about having to trust that there's enough money there or it's, it's, it's hedging along the same issue. It's the same thing. Really, if you're taking the steps that that you feel in the deepest part that you have access to that your mind can kind of listen to if you're listening to that and that's guiding your way on, if the experience of profound poverty is on your way, you might as well just take it on the chin (laughs) because no matter what you do, it's going to come to you but the thing is, it's, it's usually, almost all, always, not that, <laughs> that it's just a story that your mind has created, because of lack of trust, because of sensory evidence, imagining that you're in control of all of it, and you're the thing that makes everything happen, that's a bit of a joke, <laughs>
1: that's
0: a bit of a joke. <laughs> general manager of the universe (laughs) of the whole universe yes of which the center is me myself i yes yes whereas you know the more that we rest inside in that stillness even if it doesn't guide your way on even if you just recognize it as stillness stay stay there stay there stay there stay there because sooner or later you will have created space for it in your life to take over. The volume of mind goes down. The self-righteous mind goes down. You know, and, and something else is guiding your way on. So maybe it's okay to put experiences of betrayal behind you and to re-establish your natural birthright of trusting, trusting what you are on the inside. Trusting the pure consciousness that's more intimate than your character and your personality that (coughs) changes anyway as time goes on. Anyway, that's my spiel. <laughs> yes,
2: Grace. This is perfect. It, it's part of the lack. It's
3: part
2: of what I wanted to talk yeah. about. Yeah. When you were talking yesterday to what's your name? Paula. Paula. You were going into the the flip side. Um Of her fear of of not having of my whatever I have is okay and it's I don't I trust all the time I trust what's moving me Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. I had to learn that to live the way I chose to live Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the the mobile life if I'm not following what's guiding me it's a dangerous life to live yes Yes. Uh, if I'm following that, I'm safe all the time.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I there's something inside that says you need to move now, and I move. It doesn't make logical sense. Um, it it's all about everything in life is doing what that is telling, what that that knowing is, and there's. People, I don't. I trust people to be fickle. That's just people. Um, even people that I love deeply or love me deeply in that human way. Sometimes when I get to see them, they're completely shut down because of what's going on in their sphere. And I've realized none of that has anything to do with me. And I just adapt to whatever is happening. And don't take things personally anymore yes good it's just part of the flow and and right now that flow isn't working there very well and i have to figure out why the flow brought me there and okay. and whether it's whether it's desire that brought me or the flow and always yeah. always weeding those things out yeah and
0: they taste very different
2: yes i'm, I'm really learning that right now
0: yeah They're very different.
2: Because both are acting right now to pull me in the same direction. And I'm having to go, okay, desire has a timeline. And the pull generally doesn't have a timeline in the same way. Um, Also... uh,
0: Oh, no, let me find vocabulary for this. comes from a different place.
2: Yeah, I'm feeling it. It feels different.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, it feels here. Yeah, the, the, and the pull, what I'd like to see is you hearing the pull in its purer form, and then how desire grabs on top of it, says, I like it, I don't like it, I want it, I yes. don't like it. There's a sequence there.
2: Yes. Okay. Yes. And sometimes the the pull keeps me in a spot that I don't even want to be in. Okay. my mind is going, okay. And every morning I wake up and go, is, is, is today the day to leave? Okay. And no. I've, I've been in places for weeks. Okay. Every day waking up, the friends that I were, was traveling with had moved on and something said, no, no, here, now. Yes. And so I just follow that. And so the question is, is um, with... The trust is, is that I will have everything I need all the time. If, if I'm following the flow and every morning doing what is meant to be done that day, you know, I do the work that I need to do. If it some lately I start to work and I just shut down, there's just, it's not time to work in that way. It's time to address other things. And so I start to make jewelry and there's just nothing there. And it's kind of like taking the driver's test. It's just not the day to to make jewelry, yes. Yes. and and that's the thing I'm usually very very strict on um, doing. Is there's certain things that are done every day, if possible. And so this trust, mm-hmm. I don't believe in lack.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: It's. It's just. Like my my gas gauge goes wonky. And sometimes it just goes all the way full. And so I keep track of how many miles I go just in case the gas gauge goes wonky.
0: Yeah.
2: That doesn't always work really well in the mountains. And so on the way back, um, I just thought, you know, it would be really nice to know how much gas I need or have so I know whether I need to stop before Yuma. And immediately my gas gauge went right back to where it needed to. Okay and that happens all the time yeah so how is it not practical to always trust that
0: at what level are you saying trusting that the phenomenal level because the examples you're giving is the phenomenal level
2: on every level
0: Okay, so what your mind has done has made a kind of a, a way of life or a set of guidelines in order to, in order to um, orient yourself so that you can respond to that inner knowing. So you've, you've kind of set up, um, you know, I trust it, I don't believe in lack, I listen to it I, I, you know I, you, you have like a set of rules that your mind has made up around it it's fine like, but just for you to see the mechanism that you've set up you've, so you, you, you've set up almost like a little religion really a way of being to, to align yourself so that the personality bows down to it can you see that? no yeah
2: yeah Help me understand so that.
0: So I don't... I, I trust it always. I don't believe in lack. I know when it tells me when to go or not. I check in and I listen to it. Um, there's... It's like... I'd love to see your center of cemetery just shifting back into spirit. When it's guiding you, it's like you've still got two... That's going to go belly up at some point. There, there is no difference between, between that movement and what the form does. But your mind is keeping a, 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 um, mm, is keeping a line between the inner movement and what I do. And it has set up this kind of philosophy of life. It's worked fine. There's a gazillion books written on it. It's really useful. But I'd love to push you a bit.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what I feel is, it's sometimes the center of gravity is shifting. Yeah. Rather than here, it's just this, it's just a knowing. Yes.
0: Yes. How do I? I'd like to see less thoughts around, well, okay, I know that people are fickle, so that doesn't work here. It's like, does your mind have to go into that kind of cause and effect in order for it to be pacified? in order for it to kind of accept what's going on. You, you, you've developed a great tool for your mind to, to, to cope with it, to adjust to it, and to bow down to it. But I'd love to see it thrown out.
2: And how do I do that? Yeah. <laughs>
0: the eye is the problem.
2: Yeah, how, how to do that. How to do that, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's seamless. It's seamless. It's not you and spirit. At this point, it's not you and spirit, but the mind is kind of doing its best to see itself as as being helped and guided, and you know, there to serve spirit, and that's fine. And, and I advocate that too. But it depends where people are at. But actually, y- you could shift in to see that this is absolutely seamless. That there's 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 only that which moves on, and my mind doesn't have to. Work it out and try and find cause and effect, or try and so almost like your mind. Its best friend is is your inner guru. Mm. Do you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you know. But the subject of that sentence really is your mind. Yes. The subject is only the inner guru. Yes. There's only the subject. You see,
2: I see how how to how to shift.
0: It's soft. It's a falling in. It's it's about not conceptualizing whatever is coming through spirit, except what's absolutely essential. Your thinking mind has modified itself to have this philosophy whereby it can yield. I'd like to see the thinking mind dropped so that, you know, only functioning logic, like a planning mind, or basic functioning, not the thinking mind but just the functioning aspect that enables us to to manage the day and to communicate and to drive the car and to... As long as there's you and spirit, it's very cozy, it's very comfortable. There's more.
2: Somehow when I'm driving Uh, from place to place, there's no thinking mind really. Yeah, yeah. There's just that fluid movement
0: yeah.
2: Um, the body gets fatigued. Things happen. But the thinking mind gets dropped a lot. Yes. As soon as there's a locality, then there's grace. Not yes. Not grace, yes, but the, yes. personality the personality grace, grace. Yes. pops in. Yes. According to that locality.
0: Yes.
2: Because there's very different personalities for each locality.
0: Sure.
2: Um, sure. Sure. so
0: could you let it get bare more bare whatever is the correct term there
2: what do you mean emptier
1: hmm
0: and I can see how it helps you I can see that it was really important and that it helps you kind of find your place in the world and find a way to navigate which for sure wasn't easy for you. But, come on, let's throw it out. Let's throw it
1: out.
0: (laughs) The inner knowing is you. There's nothing else. There is no grace personality. You're turning her on by the very fact of, of letting her be a player with her philosophy of life and how she connects with the spirit inside. There isn't that division. There isn't. Your mind has made that up as a coping strategy.
2: Yeah, it becomes the awakened grace.
0: Yeah, the, that's right.
2: The awakened ego yeah, starts yeah, playing that's right. a lot. There you go. There and, you go. And, and, and that's, that's the root of it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's because it's it's built out of your philosophy of life, and right. and the comfort that the grace character gets out of being one who is led by spirit, who follows spirit. There's a juice in it for you. Mm-hmm. you, you it's it's like bam for you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You see. Yeah. That's the ego.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm very aware of how obnoxious awakened Uh grace can be. It's (laughs)
4: obvious. It happens too.
0: It happens too.
2: Yeah. So what tool will work? Is there a tool that will work?
0: You see, the tools and the hows are invariably the mind trying to get a handle on it. I know. Invariably. It's a letting go. It's a surrendering. It's, an, a, it's, it's a total willingness to get emptier and to be more bare.
2: Will silence help?
0: You're in the how. Your mind is trying to... I'm talking at another level. It's more subtle than that.
2: Ah, uh, so there are no tools at this point.
0: No, there's no tool for it. It's about not engaging the grace personality. It's about dropping that relationship that the grace character has with the inner guidance. The whole dichotomy of it is kind of stinky. Yes. Do you see?
2: Yes. There's
0: just the inside. Your mind is making up the outside one who's listening to the inside one. Your mind is making that up in order to keep itself alive. Yes. It's seamless how action comes from an inner movement. It's seamless unless we pop in with the mind who says yes or no. You're just in the habit of saying yes. But it's the very same stinkiness as somebody who says, "No, I actually don't trust that," because because my, you know,
2: yeah, my that's e- what evidence. I was seeing was we were flip sides. Yes, yes, we were doing flip sides around that idea of lack.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess I won't work on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the thing to do is not engage the grace personality. Not engage the dualistic kind of uh, um, framework for interpreting your next move and the gas tank and not getting juice out of, oh, it's just beautiful how I always have enough or I know there's always enough and the kind of the bam that you get out of that there's a little bit of juice in that it's like you found a way to kind of crack it a little bit do you know there's just there's just spirit the division that that dichotomy is just something you've made up yeah makes sense so it's about not engaging that
2: yeah it's the finishing off
0: I, I don't know <laughs> it's kind of on it's always ongoing really you know yeah. I mean you never know if you think something is done heck it's not yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. there's no end to it no there's no end to it thankfully <laughs> yeah
2: yeah there was a finishing off of the original penny personality with the big blow up that occurred sure sure and for months there really wasn't personality at work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then people started calling me grace yes and then personality developed around grace very yep. quickly.
0: Something was there was a little seed, a little bit of grit in your oh, shoe. Yes, it didn't take much to rebuild. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works.
2: Yeah, yes, and grace is much preferable, much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can you not want to be grace? So yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see. Yes. <laughs>
0: Okay we've got just I'm gonna go first for people who haven't spoken before. Thank you. Go to Barbara next Barbara your hand is
5: okay hi Hi uh, love those words the last ones you said. That's what I was kind of uh, waiting for uh, because uh, yesterday I felt it was more like everything was just mine on top of mine on top of mind uh, and uh, just want to know a little bit about your journey with uh, you know dropping all the tools and just kind of being in that. Empty place, but finding that balance of not being too far back or not too far in it, kind of that middle How way. How is it for you? It's...
0: Yeah. What's happening for you? Uh,
5: when I started listening to your stuff about six months ago, the first few months, I got a little bit too far out there, ah, okay. too far back. I was at that place where it's all kind of too... I heard you say that a few times as well, that you were there, where you're just kind of too far out there.
0: Yeah. Couldn't integrate it, couldn't connect again with life. That that out there, is it?
5: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Partially, yeah. Not all day long, but Okay. You feel a little bit too separated from it. It's kind of, you know, nothing really nothing really matters. So it wasn't that place, but it didn't really didn't really feel right either. Okay. So then I felt like I had to energetically kind of it's it's again that place that you were just talking about that you can't really talk about to you know it's just a being stated, you're there and everything just kind of flows through you or works through you. There's not much thinking going on there anymore then. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, just being in that state, though, sometimes it still feels, though, it still feels like a little bit too separated from life in some way.
3: Uh-huh. Okay. And
5: then I still feel like when you kind of, I mean, I heard you once say in one of your clips that... This whole thing is really just, the only reason this whole thing is really going on is just for the fun of it. Yes. Yeah. That's so, for sure. Yeah.
0: Can you see that?
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just about, like I said, just kind of finding that, that fine little line there where you talked to Grace about just now. without being too far back too far in it's kind of just in the middle there
0: so when we go out and it's too kind of removed from the world there's something we haven't integrated we're not able to hold it and participate fully and that's kind of a game actually it's like whoa whoa okay not really that's how it felt for me or you know it's like i i I can't participate enough actually i'm and life needs me to participate or life is telling me to participate or something needs to be frigging done, you know? <laughs> so, so, so it's about integrating it. And that's kind of the journey is around like, what can I access and can I function from there? So where it's led to is, is that the broadest, widest canvas is where I look from. And that I don't move in and out anymore, but that uh, something comes in, an ability, like a filter is the only way I can say it. It's like a lens that that comes in and like a a glasses, you know, like a lens goes in front and and then your view changes. Mm -hmm. And it's like a lens comes through and it gives me the ability to see and to participate in the world. So, the non jewel lens, the jewel lens, it's fine. It's, they come in and out. The observer lens, not so much. It's rare enough that the observer lens, I can't, can't find that often. Um, so, the jewel and the non jewel, and, and it took a while to kind of, oh my goodness, it's not me contracting. It's not at all. It's that the backdrop is completely and totally the only vista that is here, actually. It's the only vista. It stopped moving from there. And and whatever lens is needed to enable, to give me the skills to be able to connect to the world in that way, it's like it's available. It's like, it's like there are tools in my... It's like, okay, there's a nail. Okay, right, okay, here's a hammer. And that works for that. And it happens automatically now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
5: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that happen
0: yeah. for you? Or how far back can you stabilize in?
5: Uh... Well for like I said right right at the beginning it was where I was I heard you once say you where you just saw like you know a little jack character down there in Ireland somewhere. Yeah. So uh, that's where I got to right away when I started listening to your stuff so that was way too far out there. Yeah. And then now it's kind of back here somewhere I feel like where it feels feels right. Yes. For me as the character? Yes. Person.
0: Do you believe you're the character?
5: No no I know I'm not the character. Okay. I know that.
0: For a few years for, for how long? When did you believe uh, you a thought last?
5: Uh, a few years ago.
0: Okay, good. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there needs to be a, 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 generally two years without without believing a thought. All right. Now something is stabilizing.
5: I always felt it for much longer than that, but I couldn't really put the thing around it. It was yes. kind of in that.
0: Yes. Yes. This is how it works. Yeah. This is how
5: it works. And then now it's just like I said, you know, tools and all this stuff. I don't really do any of that anymore. It's just kind yeah. of seeing it all in a playful attitude because I feel often once we get too serious about any of this thing, then you kind of loses the purpose again too. It's yes. like, you know, yes. that's what I felt yesterday a little bit. The energy felt a little bit heavy in here. It was very like, I don't know if you felt that or not, but I feel like with a more playful approach, or not approach, but again, not a tool, but just a playful energy of that, from that place, I feel that works by far the best. Uh, I find
0: it doesn't work with everybody. Okay. I think it doesn't. I think sometimes something, when something is playing in somebody's story as very serious, the way it happens for me is that I I kind of, I align with the frequency of that story. Mm -hmm. Do you know? And that's what meets it and shakes it. Mm -hmm. You know? I meet it and shake it and then it breaks up. Okay. Whereas if I stay playful... It'll work for a while. They'll get they'll get the people to get the, the, the feeling of the playfulness, but they can't sustain it. Temporary they'll up. yeah. They'll drop back to where they are because it it's just more serious or more dense mm. or more. Uh, there's a deeper a, a deeper imprint there, and the lightness actually won't because the investment is in there to such an extent. The only way is to go down and find the frequency and shake it and bring it up.
5: Okay,
1: makes
0: sense, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I work like that. I mean, it's not the only way, but it's the only way it works for me. Okay. To date. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
5: Okay. Yeah. Uh, One thing I heard you say once was, uh, which I didn't know exactly what to do with, was, of course, we know it's all a dream and all that stuff, but then uh, when you said once, I think the dream didn't happen either. Yes. That was a little bit, uh, if you can say a few words to that. Yeah,
3: Okay.
0: So so
5: well, nothing ever happened you know nothing really
0: Yeah nothing really this never actually happened at all Have you seen Okay so as 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 we go back we get to see different um We get to see how how uh the the lack of truth of this phenomenal world you know you get to see okay you get to see it's a game You get to see that it's already happened when the timeline starts to get a bit weak.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And for me, it was deeper than that. That after seeing that it's already happened, it's already done, that the timeline is actually just stretched out by our kind of plugging into it. That there is no timeline and it's actually already (coughs) happened. Have you seen that? That it's already done? That this is already all over? The play of consciousness.
5: Mm, that it's already all over no I haven't seen that yet I don't think so no
0: okay alright so I'm just going to put that seed there <laughs> because it's just after that the timeline itself which has dissolved into a dot and that's how come it's seen that oh my god it's already all over because the timeline shrinks all Right. and then time dissolves and you see it's nothing and so just prior to that is oh shit it never happened at all it never <laughs> happened at all mm. So it's got to do with the timeline collapsing, mm-hmm. not becoming a line anymore. That's when it, it's already happened, and next step from that timeline is gone totally, and it's like, it, it never happened at all. It could never have happened. Could never ha- have happened. And, and the, the hilarious thing is like, but yet within the movie, this is seen. Yet within the movie, that, you know, consciousness... The purity of consciousness, knowing that it itself doesn't exist, is actually here talking to itself, about itself, that it never was. And if consciousness can do that, of course, the personality is doing the same thing, no? When you see, oh, my God, I never was Jack. I really never was her. There never was her. There was only just a series of thoughts that were believed, and I connected them and thought that she was actually had some autonomy herself. Same way as the Jack character can say, oh, my God, I never was. So on a grander scale, it's actually a mirror of the same thing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Consciousness never was either. Mm -hmm. So it's around the timeline. Where are you at with the timeline? Has time done a dance with you? Can you come in and out of it? Or have you ever been able to make time go backwards? No (laughs)
5: clue. Not sure sure exactly where I'm I'm at with that. I mean, some of the things you just said, some of them... I feel. Yes. Some of them are kind of right on the brink of it. Yes. Then I don't know if I need to feel at all because it's kind of again might push you again too far back. I don't know, but you kind of just let it do whatever it wants to do.
0: Yes. And you know. Yes. Yes.
5: And yeah, for me personally, it's just like I said. As long as there's not much attention to mind or no attention to mind, then you're always right there anyway you know, then there's not much trying or doing or it's just kind of automatically flowing. That's it. automatic. As soon as the mind pops in again then you, you know, shake a little more in one direction or another. Yes. But otherwise, no mind. Yes. No problem.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. For nobody. That's it. Yes. Yes. So when, when you can see your own character down there, you know, when huh? you said you, you got it, like there's the Jack character doing her thing, when you can see yourself, is it an, is it, in the day and the time is that subject to the time that it is on the moment that you see it is that within linear time
5: Uh, I guess sometimes it is sometimes it's not Uh but I feel now when you say it I feel that when it's not that's when it feels right the other part is again the mind in there a little bit
0: that's right okay there's the crack yeah Work on that. <laughs> Work on that crack. Hang out there a little bit.
5: On the I, one where... I,
0: I want to see linear time breaking for you. That, that needs to be seen as like something that just comes in and out and you can... It, it, that it doesn't bind you in any way. The linear time thing. I'd like to see it collapsing. Mm. So that you can transcend time. That's what I'm talking about. Transcending mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm.
5: So just by being in that space, that will pretty much happen naturally when it
0: Oh, yeah, that'll encourage the investment the, the investment, mm-hmm. the investment in, in, um, in, oh, gosh, you know, linear time is, is, is just another concept. You can see it, so you're, you're pulling back and it's showing itself just to be another concept and that you've transcended it, you know? So then mm-hmm. you're not locked into the, the here and now and the date that it is right now. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you can really see the character doing something from that wider view, next thing to pop is linear time.
5: Okay. And after that? It's
0: <laughs> after that, it's already happened. It's never happened. Because time isn't the issue now, holding it in place. Mm-hmm. Time is still holding it in place a little bit for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of giving you some steps to, to, so that you can transcend linear time. Okay. Transcend time itself.
5: And then what did that do for you personally when you said like, okay, then you go back there, nothing ever happened when you feel that? What did that? Was that in, any um, help or?
0: Um, of course, it's all, the, it's all the, the understanding of how the whole matrix works. It's just another part of the lie, it's another part of a mind construct time and space, you know, and both of those gotta go. They're two separate things. I know science said for a long time that they're the same thing, but no, they're not actually. They're two separate things and they break down at different times. Time breaks down before space breaks down. And this is, what does it do for you? This is the step, the inevitable step that, you know, that consciousness tends to do. It's what brought you to Satsang? It's, the,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's that movement from, like, from, uh, of pure consciousness being in the world, but not buying any of its own creation about um, what the building blocks to make it look real. It's mm-hmm. like it's unplugging, 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 unplugging. And it's as significant to know that the character isn't real as it is to know that time isn't real, that space isn't real. They're, they're part of the same house. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, Okay. Yeah,
0: enough. yeah. Go all the way, huh?
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, go all the way. Yeah. Something half-baked, it goes a bit funny somewhere because it'll come up as an issue. It'll, it'll be the, the sand in your shoe again. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's like a hanging out someplace and not being thorough around, well, what part of the illusion is still playing here? And it's time and space, it seems.
5: Yeah, bit of both, yeah. Bit of both, yeah. So, yeah. so flush that down the toilet. Flush bit. that down the toilet, <laughs> yeah. Get to
0: really see what it is and transcend it and see through it, <laughs> seeing through it, you know.
5: Okay. Anything else?
1: <laughs> You'll be doing fine if you crack time and space. <laughs> okay. Super. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank God, you. Could
3: you say a little bit about your whole description of your back and 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 um you had to relearn how to trust your body and all that and then what you were just saying. Like the, the no time, the no space, the no character yeah. is just holding all I mean your is not really what you what it seems like um, when you say my back and my
0: um, that's that's the dualistic filter coming in. Yes. No? So of course I manage my body, my back, of course I'll deal with whatever comes in. But thoughts don't come in much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So so one noticing of a thought coming in was, was like, gosh, I don't trust my body. I don't trust my body. There's like a, oh my god, look at that. There's a statement that my mind has reverted to something. It has reverted and stayed with, I don't trust my body. Because for the first month, of course, it was natural. I couldn't. There was no point in me, like, throwing my legs out of bed because, I mean, I would have caused further damage.
1: But all, all of that involves time, space, character. Yes, they come
0: in and out. So it's, None the of structure. them are sticky. I'm not stuck on any layer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I hope. I, that's the work, no? Mm-hmm. So, so they all come in and out. So I can function on any level that's required. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. So there's not a denial of any level. So in the totality, all of it is embraced. Mm-hmm. Right? So that there's no dismissal of anything. It's like, wow, there's, there's, I'm gone into a default of not trusting my body. All right, let's straighten that up again. Come on, trust your body. And I straighten it up again. And that's it. But I'm not stuck to it. There's no emotion. There's no nothing. It's like, a oh, there's a thought that went a bit funny.
3: You see? All within a context of knowing it's not real. Of
0: course. So it's just that's, that's stable. It's never real. But it's playing a game. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit like, you know, playing on the floor with a train set with a kid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and you're going, Choo choo, I'm coming into the station. You know mm-hmm. it's not real, but actually you're well able to play trains with this kid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Any passengers on this stop? And you play the role. Mm-hmm. It's kinda of like that. Mm-hmm. but you you do it with, you're fully there you're fully present you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yet you know there's a knowing that of course we're on the floor you, you don't lose that of course uh, this is a Thai train you don't lose the fact that it's a Thai train mm-hmm. some place in your mind you know it's a Thai train mm-hmm. you see
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah if the train rolls over a Thai soldier you're not going to cry mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know you're literally going to go oops There you go. (laughs) Does it stand up again? You know, it's that kind of lightness. You know? Mm -hmm. Barbara.
3: Morning. Good morning. Um, It's been a very difficult last 12 hours. Ah, very difficult huge amounts of emotion and it's not going away my mind i'm just discounting you know because it's crazy anyway um i'm just not paying any attention to what it's saying it's just that this emotion is so intense and i suppose it'll pass but it hasn't
0: okay Here's the critical question. Did you pick up something? Or is it something old and new in the Barbara character?
3: It's um, probably more something old. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it's like I've had so much grace and done so much work. Yes. That it's, the fact that it's still there. Okay. You know, it's just...
0: But it's it's showing itself to come out, no? Yeah. Yeah, it hurts. And so we let it out.
3: I think part of it felt so big. Ah, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that I didn't identify with or just feel like I was all of this. Yes, yes. Yeah. So all of these things that everybody's talked about are probably wrapped up in this... Yeah. <coughs> okay, so so that's what it took to, to, to shake
0: it, to, to bring it up to the light. It took, it took the community, you know?
3: Yeah.
0: That's fine. That's fine. That's what it took for the energy of it to like... Come on. You know, in your last lifetime, Barbara... There's very there's very um, often layers from ancient, ancient, ancient times that just, mm-hmm. for no reason at all, were just dormant seeds for yonks. And it's like,
3: anything can happen, you know. Yeah. I just had this image of an explosion. Yes. And there'd be nothing, nothing left. Yes. Um I've only started swimming a couple weeks ago because for the last six months I've had all these health things. Uh-huh. And several times as I'm swimming and even maybe a couple of times when I'm not, I just have this awareness of an edge. But it it's so instantaneous. It doesn't even allow me to be afraid. It doesn't allow me to do anything with it. It's just there and it's gone. Yes. And there's part of me that's disappointed, you know. I would I've not even I don't even have a chance to be afraid or to say, yeah, I'll do wanna do. Right. Wanna you know, yes. Approach the edge, jump, whatever. Yes. But it keeps coming up. Yes. You know, it keeps coming up that there's this edge and maybe this explosion is all part of that.
0: Yes, yes it is. Water is an interesting one, you know? Because we were fish before we were monkeys, before, yeah. before anything, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And, and water often triggers really ancient stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there have been days that I'd you know, swim half a mile to a mile and then I'll go sit in the spa and then I go in and take a half an hour shower, I just don't want to be out of the water. Yes. A lot of days like that. Yes, yes, yes. And it's only another commitment that makes me Yes, yeah. But just sitting here before I came up, I thought, oh, I'd like to go jump in the pool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's,
2: you know, I don't
3: want to discount the emotion. No, please don't. You know, I don't want to push it aside. I suppose that's what I've done my whole life. I guess it's just fear that it's maybe keeping me from just letting it explode.
0: It's going to have to explode you have no option there I know yeah and it has its own uh, timeline as regards when it's going to pop all you can do is give it space and completely allow it and don't swallow it don't deny it and let it come it's right there yeah what would help it to come i
3: not sure i mean the one thing just came in as just being in a safe environment not judged yeah. love yes love of me and love around me yes 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 yes
0: you need that just
3: to a point where it doesn't matter what it looks like Uh and I think that's always been part of the fear yes yes because it's huge yes
0: so it might blow through some old idea around being invisible or looking a certain way Mm -hmm. That's great. It's going to take that with it. Does that mean you've got to let it rip here in the group? That Does that mean you need to let it rip here in the group? Is that the optimum
3: thing? Save. safe. Will
0: you guys support this process?
1: Is that okay? Yes. 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 Thank you.
0: Just be with it, Barbara. Just be with it. You got Kleenex. You don't have to hold this anymore. Just let it be in charge. Let it be in charge. Hello again. Oh, yeah.
3: My heart felt so broken and almost squishy, you know? Just yeah, it was all here. But then when you touched me, it was like it I just disappeared. light she's like there's no barber, it's just white light the mind stopped
1: mm.
0: Let's just chant three ohms and just just, just tune in don't do it in your head just tune in I want to just balance things out again and
3: that'll do it oh
0: Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's check in later on and see if it's all okay. okay. But yeah, it feels good. Great. Okay. Um, just to. When something very deep happens like that, I kind of like want to make sure that everybody's okay or that nobody's kind of. All right. <laughs> with the process to sort of see what's going on there's no kind of stories that might be disrespectful in any way to our humanity experiencing itself expressing itself in this way you know um, um, and on one level you know we can see the divine economy at play that you know Something in Barbara didn't want to make a show of herself or be exposed too much in public. And as an introvert, that's natural. All introverts are, are a bit like that because that experience doesn't happen too, too often that they're exposed in such a way. So that pattern or that way that the Barbara character knew herself conveniently got thrown out with this too. You know? And it often works like that. That it's not usually about the belief that's being abolished, it's actually usually much deeper. But that the belief is going in there to get thrown out. That's divine economy. That's how it works. And what, what, I, what I was looking at was, was, and it's, this, this isn't to say it's Barbara's experience, this was kind of my experience, How the, the, where I was looking from, this is what it looked like. That when it started to come, first of all, it was seriously old. I mean, really old. And that it dropped down And then she kind of was on that ledge of the cliff and then, oh my God, it's like the bottom went from under it and it went down to another layer of it. And it went down a couple of times, two, maybe three times of like, thump, thump. And then it's like, okay, she's actually at the bottom now. And when when she was at the bottom, it's like, there was a sense that, you know, sometimes we can get caught in that. Sometimes the, the, the emotion is so strong that it just kind of, Keeps circling itself, you know, and so that then the pull was like, okay, okay, I gotta touch her, and when I when I when I touched her, her heart chakra felt like um, like it was trembling, shaking, disconnected from everything else, just on its own, uh, wanting to come in from the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it responded. It, it 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 got a sense of of like oh, oh, oh. I, I just gotta look. I just gotta. It's here. It's here. It's fine. It's all. It's okay. So it's gone. And sh- 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 breaking down. Breaking down. Breaking down. Everything just falling away from it that. That wasn't real. You know, just some old memories, some old traumas. And I mean, really old. Like really old. And sometimes, it, I mean. The falling down was like almost kind of going into the bowels of the earth. It was that kind of falling down, and when we do something like that, and it happens very often if we 're in our last lifetime or if we 're really rocketing along and we 're waking up in this lifetime, even if you don 't believe in past lives that 's fine doesn't matter i you know mm. there's loads of different structures that 's just one explanation of when we have a memory that 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 actually it, it, it doesn't make sense. It's got nothing to do with our life, but yet there's a real experience registered in there, but you know it's not from your life. So a, a lot of what Barbara was processing was actually kind of a frequency for all of humanity. And it's interesting because we spoke about that the other day, about, you know, when if you're doing it for other people or for yourself, it can be very tricky. It's rare enough, really, that we're doing it for other people. It's usually a, just a boundaries issue that we, we haven't ourselves sealed enough, but actually there was something about, oh my God, this is beautiful. This is just an example of her throwing up something for all of humanity. It's no coincidence that everybody here was involved in holding it, because you can be darn sure it's someplace in the imprint of all of us. That that depth, Barbara, kind of was the tool to dig down, you know, to dig the well, but somehow all of us were were, were, were lifted through it. You know, she she did that. Very often... When you're in the presence of somebody who does that, you probably don't have to go to that depth of that kind of emotion yourself anymore. It's done for you.
2: Mm.
0: You know? So that's 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 the beautiful thing about being present at a time like this.
2: That's what I was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It was just this intense gratitude. Yeah. For her doing that for all
0: of us. For all of us, yeah. And 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 I don't know what's beyond because yeah, my just, attention was just holding this, yeah. you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's much thank bigger you. than her. Sure, thank absolutely. You. Absolutely,
3: thank you. Yeah. Could this be related to the question you started with, which is that you were asking about senses, and you were asking about being in the openness? Indeed. And, and yes, you can have all this crying and, and upset and feel pain, yes, but not feel that de jure pain.
0: Not That's right. That's right, it's not identified as yours, but yet it must be acknowledged because it's passing through, it's just yes. another experience, like yeah. like the experience of, I'm thirsty, I need lots glass of water, that's allowed to pass through, emotions are the same, they pass through. And we have to kind of get wise to know, okay, how do I do this, what does it need, What what do I need to set up in order to let this flow through, you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's about honoring all aspects of being human. No, it's it's really inclusive. It's really inclusive when it goes beyond awakening and and you're on that finer level, you know. Because Barbara has seen the truth, like that's very clear. So, so it's like it continues on. So your work usually gets more global then, but <laughs> to suppress any of it, that would just be the personality saying this is not okay,
3: you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, in connection with this, yeah, I just want to leave the floor open until this is completely cleared. Is it in connection with this, Tina? No. No. Okay. Is there any other question in connection with this? It's
2: shaking something like, really intense.
0: Okay. Breathe it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just breathe it out. It'll come in your breath, Grace. It'll just come out in your breath. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It feels okay.
3: Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Was there is there somebody yeah. else? Yes?
3: This is why I came today.
0: Ah <laughs> I, I saw you. Well, oh thank you for saying that. When I forgot when I, I, I saw your energy completely in there with Barbara. Completely when I was standing behind her. Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. Yeah,
7: yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, beautiful.
6: It's beautiful. I have a question. So, um, why is it about the om that cleared it out? Because I did feel very heavy with that connection. Yeah. And then you did the exercise with the three ohms and then I felt back to normal. Yes, the
0: om so, is magic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah. Do you know what that is? Or? No.
0: But I don't it's just, know. It's just, uh, I, I, I had no idea what I was going to say next. I never do, mm-hmm. actually, you know. And and so I was like, "Oh, we've got to sing the old next," you know. And it's <laughs> just, just oh, and that thought doesn't even come. I'm only saying that to explain it, but it's like I'm listening to what comes out of my mouth for the first time.
6: Oh, I see. Usually, I
0: see. usually. I
6: see what you're saying. Right? You see?
0: Yes. And so, I I so, it, so that thought before it doesn't even happen. Okay. Okay. You know.
6: You just did what was necessary next. Yeah. Like, what was the next step? Yeah. Like, just the next step it's presented
0: itself okay. as, uh, yeah, and, and then I hear it as it's happening. as it's I'm, I'm hearing it for the first time as you guys are hearing it for the first time. Oh, just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then another time I might have, oh, we need to do something about that. But it's usually not like that. <laughs> do you think
6: that might work for other situations? Like if I'm, you know, seeing meditation and I'm experiencing something very heavy. Would that work
3: too? Do you think? What's your sense about that? Do oh. yeah, do yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There's something very pure about the OM. Okay. Something very pure. Okay. Yeah. And what was really interesting, actually, is that we all sang on the one note, and somebody came in with harmony sometimes somewhere. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. But very often, when 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 we sing the OM. Like, a, I don't know, if there's, a, a, you know, if I'm on a residential retreat and it's like, woo, 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 you know, it's heavy and it's light and the next is heavy and it's light and it's like what we're digging, you know. Very often I come into the room and say, okay, let's start with a gnome because it's like, oh man, oh, oh man, this, 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 we, we can't start here. It's, we've got to pull people together, you know, and it's like, that's a group management technique then, you know, I'm just bringing in a bit of my own skills, you know, just... let's sing a gnome. And invariably we've got like, 20 different pitches going on you know like let's do another three and eventually we come to the one it's extraordinary that we were we all everybody went to the note that i started on that's kind of extraordinary it just shows the kind of the interconnectedness that was already here we were already in sync you see there was no individuality that was out there singing its own tune
6: Interesting.
0: yeah yeah are you going to say something else no, oh, no, yeah, you, no. You're, the
8: harmony, I was just so at peace with each, with the whole energy. Yes. Coalesce in just support.
4: Yes, absolutely, yeah.
0: We were all carried there together, you know? Yeah,
3: yeah. It's a sense of, it was definitely a sense of that one
0: of being at one? Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there was a unit That's here. It's a yeah. word.
3: I'm putting a word on it, but it was something
0: else. Anybody else get anything about that process and experience? Everybody okay? kind of sacred, you know. I just want to make sure it's held in that way. Yes.
6: Um, this is interesting. This happened yesterday with a client of mine as well. The same. Um, um, this happened yesterday with a client of mine. Um, I think she's experiencing depression, and um, or at least swings. And she called me up, and she's like, "It started right with my not being there, having an open house." <laughs> And she just started sobbing, and I was just there with her, you know. Yes. Um, you know, to say, it's okay, you know, I'm here for you, just, like, just let it out. And that's all I knew how to do, because yes. that's part for my therapist training. Yes. But I was wondering if it happened again, because part of me wants to check in with her today. Like, she did pretty much what Barbara was doing, just like sobbing, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. And I think that comes from this. Sense of loneliness, like okay, being alone. Okay, um, so uh, I want to help her on a kind of a deeper level, I guess. And so, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering whether you have any suggestions with like how to sit with somebody other than what I did just did which just being on
0: the, the depth things. that you can go in your work with your clients is directly related to the depth you've gone within yourself. There's no way around that. Because if you learn a technique that you, that you don't intimately know yourself, you'll end up being a fake. Something false will start to build. And there's a lot of people out there doing that. You know? And they end up being not good at their job. They don't know why they're not good at their job and why there's nobody coming to theirs. They have no customers. And it's like, you have to do it yourself. You have to have that authority, authenticity, integrity. So the depth of your own experience... That's where you're operating from. Okay. So you give her the space. You know? Don't look for anything deeper unless you go deeper. And from there you'll know what to do. Otherwise it'll come from your head and it just it won't be as beautiful. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about ourselves, you know. So
6: it's okay just to be in the
0: whole new environment because I'm good with that. Yeah, of course. Of course. It helped her, no?
6: Yes, I think
0: so. There you go. There you go.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Can we move on? Do you need a cup of tea? (laughs) A cup of tea? All right. Let's have a cup of tea. Ten minutes.
7: Well, first off, in reading your book, I think a suggestion for your next book would be when the question comes up, who Am I, Who Am I, Who Am I, which we've all probably been doing since high school from Ramana Maharshi, right? I've never read anything as clear and as helpful as what you wrote in your book. Oh, thank you. I've really focused on that, because that was such a gift. But I also found um, this gift in, uh, and I've been experiencing it, this uh, retreat, where almost invariably in meditation or whenever I'm sitting around somewhere, you know, the mind is always doing that chattering But somewhere in your book, you said that, you know, when you listen to things or when you process things, it doesn't have to go through the mind. It just can go right to awareness and you don't even need to use the mind. That was very helpful. And I'm finding that my awareness is informing my mind instead of the reverse. So those are kind of growths I've had since we got together. Great. But last time you said that your job, (laughs) unfortunately, the guy in front here might be bored with this, but you said your job was to pull out the foundations of our to break down the foundations of ourselves. Yes. And I remember last time you had this incredible gift for not even really knowing someone, although maybe you know these people more than you know me, but you hardly seemed to even know them, but you could pull out things that were so helpful in dismantling their foundation. So, not expecting a miracle, but I thought I would come up here and ask you... Um, if there is a sign over my head that I 'm telling white lies, or if there's a sign over my head, <laughs> if there's a sign over my head that says "This is the next stage to work on, because I'm probably more at a point, even though I've certainly read a lot of books and spent a lot of time with gurus, I still feel like um, like I have a job where I can't order two one-way plane tickets. You know what I mean yes I yes so the mind has treated me really well, yes um so sometimes, even though I don't want to admit it, sometimes this feels more like a hobby than actual the dedication of my life, which some people have here yes, but I thought if there was something in this foundation that could be sh- shaken, maybe that would get do you yes. understand what I'm asking?
0: I think I do. So, are you saying that your work, because it's, 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 because it makes a difference, you know, because it has huge value in the phenomenal world and it makes a real difference in people's lives, somehow you take it more seriously than the spiritual stuff.
7: I don't think I take it more spiritual. I don't think I take it more seriously, actually. Okay. Um, Do
0: you have greater value on it?
7: It just seems like what is. Do you know what I mean? I I don't even know if that's a value judgment. Um, If you had to say that today I was gonna get enlightened and I would have 10 days where I was laying there having someone take me to the bathroom or something like that, um, those, I don't really see how that would integrate with my life and I know that that's the whole point, right? So there's some uh, foundational problem in me Uh, maybe it's too attached to you know the phenomenal world but like I'm a neonatologist so I take care of premature babies you know you make a mistake you've got someone's most precious thing so to have a a day where you're kind of like in some other place is a little threatening for the way I've set up my phenomenal world yes and yet I don't want to undervalue the immense interest that I've had for a long time Yes. Um, in this, so if are, that makes sense. So are you,
0: I want to find words for something. Mm-hmm. So are you kind of saying to, to, to spirit, just wait, because I'm doing something kind of important here.
4: <laughs>
0: are you telling it to wait?
7: To be honest, I never really language it as spirit. What I yeah. was thinking more of is this awareness I was talking earlier, this inner knowing, mm. Uh, that is applicable at my job. Yes. Like to show up with more attention than intention. Yes. As a doctor is an unusual space to show up from. Indeed. And it can be very helpful in grief. Yes. So I I, I don't want to make it sound like the things I feel like I've learned from your book and from things, they do inform my work. And yes. I, I found them incredibly helpful. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. as I, like you said to this woman, as I go deeper in my own process, I have more to share, which yes. to me is the coolest thing. Like, I don't really spend a lot of time trying to figure out what's true. I just try to find yes. out what's helpful. Yes. And your book, you said, the best you can ask for is just what's useful. I'm probably not quoting no, you're you properly. No, you
0: fine. But we'll I re-touch. am
7: more on that level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
7: yet, still very interested. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's something in this jigsaw puzzle, if like hey, this is okay, just keep doing this.
4: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or if
7: there's something like, oh, this is the piece, yeah. do you know?
0: I do, I hear you, I hear you. Yeah. So your spirit work is informing your life. I think so. Yeah. And for many people, it's the other way around. Is their life is showing up the issues where their spirituality is being blocked or
1: retarded in some way. hmm
7: yeah, it's sort of a job where a doctor has to be a minister, you know, or yes. something like that. Yes. I mean, I don't mean minister, but mm. you sort of <clears throat> often are living on that sort of level where you're talking about compassion or something like that, and you can't have any more of that for someone else like than you have for yourself. Yes. So like you had mentioned to someone uh, having compassion for your own inner critic, or you're having compassion for your own caregiving yes. nature, yes. or whatever you're having a dialogue with yes. yourself at at the time. Yes. Yes. Um, and maybe that's just a perfectly fine path.
0: I think it is. And the, the, uh, the, the more you talk, the more I get a sense of how it actually is working for you. Because <clears throat> if you're bringing that energy of what you learn or that, that, I don't know, philosophy or that awareness of what you're learning from your own spiritual growth into your work, it's like you're already integrating it. It's kind of a mirror image to what other people are doing because they're like trying to cope in the world when they've had a spiritual breakthrough and then it's like the tr- trouble is in the world. Whereas your benchmark is the world and then you're bringing your spiritual work into the world. Mm-hmm. They're the same. What, uh, until the difference between the two falls away, it doesn't matter which informs which really. The thing is, is to always have integrity. Be brutally self-honest with yourself, don't play games at all. But if your work is to serve newborns who are coming in here, that's absolutely as valid as being a guru, absolutely as valid, absolutely, if you come with it with the same energy. And if you're coming with it with what I think you are, with the best that you can do and bringing whatever makes sense and feels authentic from your spiritual path if you're bringing that to it you're making the whole experience richer for everybody who comes close to you
4: Mm -hmm.
0: where you're bullshitting yourself that's where you have to do the work where you're hiding from yourself that's where you have to do the work
7: so where am I hiding from myself?
0: yeah, what do you think? (laughs)
7: I guess I'm doing a pretty good job of hiding.
0: Because the hiding is hidden? Uh-huh. Seems to be. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I mean, I I feel like I've had uh, life challenges that have really... Uh, like, to hold your space of integrity in some of the things that life has put me through, I I feel like... I don't feel like I could have done that without the work I've done, you know, yes. m- matching this. And I'm—I I'm, don't want to say proud. Maybe that's wrong word, but proud-hearted for um, being able to hold that space. But you know, it's, it seems like you're able to see something in everybody. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe,
0: um... At some point, the insignificance, and I'm completely going to contradict what I said. A minute ago, that's because okay. that's that's where this goes, no? I, I, I like testing that and it's like, okay, let's flip it and see what the threat is. And so the flip is, at some point, the insignificance of your work is going to have to show itself. Mm-hmm. The insignificance of it. Mm. And how the phenomenal world is literally just moving furniture around. And we part of the ego set up is seeing that we are actually kind of indispensable is a strong word for it, but someplace along that spectrum of, of indispensable, playing a critical role, have a lot of power. You know? Some. You
7: know, I think I get that. I mean, I can't pretend to think that in my job or in the phenomenological world because people put on that. But I think I know, uh, like s- sometimes it does feel like you're playing Trivial Pursuit. Yes. So, you know, I'm not... I'm not thinking that life and death are the most critical. Th- you know what I mean? Like, it's not, most people don't want to go to a doctor who's comfortable with death, right? I mean, that would not be, be kind of tacky. So you sort of have to, you know, do you know what I mean? You have to have that. But I don't think that that, I think I do have a place where that shares space with a reality of how, you know, minimally impactful this is. But I'm still not too, well, it's minimally impactful because there's no time. I'm not there either. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) You see, because your spirit, the the, the spirit work is informing your phenomenal work. It's fine. But at some point, it's going to flip. It is going to flip. So what I'm looking at is... You're saying that you don't have a strong value for it, but something is keeping it in place to such an extent. Some belief system around it is keeping it in place to be the one that is served by your spirit work. Uh uh-huh. There's something there. There's something there.
7: I think it's a desire to be helpful. Okay. Don't you can be helpful in desire. Starbucks,
0: though. You can be helpful anywhere.
7: Well, I didn't mean in my job specifically. Okay. No, I did mean in life.
3: Okay. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. All right.
7: And is a desire to be helpful something like as an archetype that's something worth getting rid of in order to continue on this path? You know,
0: What's useful on that one is to drop the desire and discover that being helpful happens mm-hmm. automatically, that it's actually innate. Mm-hmm. If you switch off the desire for it, you'll find that that impulse is actually completely organic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, that's becoming fully human is to discover what is completely organic and not conditioned idea. So I'm kind of after any beliefs or ideas you might have around your work, around yourself and your role. I'm after any ideas that are holding it in place. And what does the raw Jamie, how does he function? Mm -hmm. Who's not kind of supported by some beliefs around, you know, phenomenally your work is kind of serious. Mm -hmm. Okay, it is. But yet there's another spectrum where it's not can we see both and let the role be played but have it not determine that spirit serves that because right now it's got a bit of a higher value even though you said it doesn't but I'm still sticking to that Mm. (laughs) the order is the way it is for a reason
4: Mm -hmm.
7: oh sure I mean it's so dominant in your life time wise like the job you know that it almost you know yes I was telling Phils last night it's like having Mick Jagger in one ear and Glenn Gould in the other. Like yes. you only you know what I mean? Okay. Like how do you you know what I mean? What are you gonna hear? Yeah. And you'd love to hear, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So at work can 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 you have the idea that you're playing a role, that a role is being played?
7: Definitely wrote a book on that. Okay. Okay. Being in the role, but not of the world, which is like you're saying earlier, being in the world or whatever you were talking about. Know,
0: yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a role of, of being doctor.
7: Right. I probably wrote a book because it's what I need to learn. You know, like they say. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
0: Okay. So then, who's the real Jamie? Who's who's not in the role? Who's the one who's not in a role? What's he like? Mm-hmm.
7: I think they've developed over time to be fairly similar people, or fairly integrated. Um, I think that took a long time, Um, but you know I'm almost retirement age, so hopefully. (laughs) Um, It was. It was interesting. I spent uh, the Dalai Lama invited like thirty Americans over to his palace for a week, and so I was one that went over there. And he had this interesting thing where he was saying, um, and this is kind of in reference to your book that happiness and sadness, at least in the Buddhist perspective, kind of come in equal proportions. You're unobservant if you don't notice that the contentment is what you strive for. Like that's, and I know that's an American way he language, and probably in the culture you're from, happiness is the way you use it, but this contentment. So I would say that um at the beginning of my career there was happiness and sadness but then ohm happened and there is sort of a contentment with where that is and where that integration is. Okay. So I'm not sure how to dissect what you're asking from where I am right now. Yes, might not. I'm not I might not be being very helpful here for you. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I didn't find the answer in it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <coughs> so is a role always being played if you 've kind of integrated the the professional Jamie and then you're if the roles are integrated well well who's who's the Jamie without any trappings without family and pets and plants and whatever it is you have and hobbies and who's that raw Jamie without work I'm asking the same question again sorry
7: um I mean I don't think my work is really super central to my persona okay so um I mean I think it's
0: okay so tell me about the persona
7: hmm I guess I'm not really. Maybe this is my um, the the psychological foundation that needs to be pulled out. I'm not really sure. um, Like the awareness that I think your book is pointing me to, you know, um, that that's something. That's not something that I walk around with naked. Do you know what I mean? That would be something that. I feel like I would only come in contact with, um, you know, in a really deeper meditation. Okay. So I would try to, like I said with my work, I would try to have that uh, spiritual place or that place of a developed awareness uh, inform my life as opposed to the reverse. It seems like. I yes. guess wherever you have something, it's probably generalizable in every aspect of your life, right? So that's kind of the way I tend to look okay. at it, which maybe be words.
0: <laughs> Okay. Have you ever had an experience of Jameson not being there?
7: So when I was in um, Dharamsala, I, uh, one night I was sitting in my room and... Um, I was meditating because it's what you do over there, and um, I don't meditate. I don't have a standard meditation practice like that. And um, I remember uh, it was almost like that Christian symbol where they have the dove and then the light all around it. I don't know if you've seen in the churches, and uh, it felt like that happened to me. This unbelievable, like light, and like a, this suction vacuum that you were talking about, really fit. And I remember thinking, oh my god, I will never be a brother again. I will never be a son again. Like, it probably was fear. And it just blocked the experience and it's never come back.
1: Ah! And
7: I remember telling Phyllis about this who's one of my close friends and she said, oh, you should call the Dalai Lama and tell him about that. I'm like, oh yeah, right. She's <laughs> like, pick up the phone <laughs> and give you know, Dolly Baby a call. Oh, yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. But that's probably the only and, you know, you go to a lot of um, If you go to many Buddhist things, they'll just tell you, ignore that, that that's that's silly and that's ridiculous. So I've always kind of taken that. But that's kind of more uh, the only experience on the level that I think you're talking Uh about that I've had any exposure to.
0: And so the I will never be a brother, I will never be a son again, the the phrases that you heard, was that like... Fere in the spectrum of that was actually more real and more of a duh like smell the roses, this is our, this is how it really is. Mm-hmm. Or was it like the other end of the spectrum which is a psychotic episode or
1: something? <laughs> like No,
7: it was this I think where it was very clear that, you know, I had to make a choice. If you dissolve everything, everything that you know will be totally different. Yes. And I had to ask, um and you know, how he I don't know if you've ever spent time with them, but you always read this Bodhisattva vow and you don't even know what you're reading. And then you're like, oh God, what did I just do? Okay, well, I guess I could do that, but wait, shouldn't I read this before I say it with you? You know. So anyways, right after that, and I was like, well, gosh, you can't, you think, well, why would you take a Bodhisattva vow? And then, uh, like you said to the man the other day, you, know, you have to completely separate from your family. It felt like I would dissolve in a way that there would be nothing there that would be relating to my family in the same way. And it just didn't, maybe because I'm kind of a caregiver nature, it just didn't seem fair. Now, now if I was at a Jeopardy box and you said you could go back to that question get rid of the fear, would you push that button and take it? I probably would. Okay. But this is, you know, probably years ago. And Probably. Uh, probably. It's a little mm-hmm. bit more of a hobby to me <sighs> than what yeah. most of these people have.
0: Sure. But it's a probably. It's not like, yes.
7: I would say 90% of the time I would say yes, which makes it a probably.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That's a high probable, probability. Okay. Okay. So you see where it's going?
7: No. So
4: <laughs>
0: between absolutely no, and I don't want that change to happen, oh, right. to 90% oh,
7: good point. of that. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah.
0: It's pulling you in. Right. It's pulling you in. It's going to keep pulling you in.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: It's going to take everything from you. Mm -hmm. And that will be such freedom.
4: Right.
0: Such freedom. That might be the greatest gift I can give you. It is a great gift. It's going to win.
7: notice process.
0: It's going to take you. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be the best thing ever. Because whatever is running now, you make it work for you. You've been blessed in many ways. You can make Mm -hmm. it work for you. And that's great. You've had a an, an, you know reasonably good run. Mm-hmm. So so whether it's been crappy or whether it's been pretty good, when it gets taken from us, we still cling to it. We'll cling to the pain, we we'll cling to the addiction, we we'll cling to the suffering, or we'll cling to the, the success and the ease of life. We'll cling either way. That's attachment. It doesn't care what we attach to. So what's being threatened is your attachment,
4: mm-hmm.
0: not really how your life pans out. Or the fact of being a, 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 a brother. It's not really that, it's the attachment to the idea of it, which gives the Jamie character this sense of belonging and place in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to know how would you be without a place in the world?
7: Mm-hmm. Is that something I'm supposed to try?
0: I don't know. If you toy with the idea right now.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: Can, can we just play with the idea to bring in that concept and just kind of bring it in some concepts of like, look, this might, this might, this might.
7: I guess <clears throat> we're all a product, like you say, of these patterns, but when the woman was up here crying earlier and everybody had their own projection on it, I'm sure, but uh, my mom committed suicide many years ago. And I wasn't there, and um, I never really heard her cry. But I did today. I never heard sincerity like that in a cry. Yeah. So, when you have certain of these things in your foundation, yes, you don't want to do that to another family member. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So to have no place in the world. Yes. um, I don't know silence can be an incredibly unusual form of control and I don't want to do that to people so that's kind of the way I look at that
0: okay so that
7: might not be what about
0: doing stuff for Jamie what about Jamie's own path or is it going to be influenced by I I don't want to put other people in those situations so that will dictate what I'm going to do which is really just an echo of something unhealed in your own past Mm
4: -hmm.
7: Well, Jamie, yeah. <laughs> you know, it cracked me up last time because I always say body-mind. So the body-mind Jamie, I swear yes. I'd never say that. The observer witness, Jamie, <laughs> what? are you talking what about? You it, I know, I it know sounds so it ridiculous pained, when you're new.
0: Completely. Yeah. It is still ridiculous. Yeah,
7: it sounds little. so... <laughs> but it
0: is bullshit, but we, we're stuck for vocab and that's as yeah. good as we have right now.
7: But the body-mind Jamie doesn't tend to be um, a selfish person that just thinks only about his path okay and how he would be lying for this and no one else would be affected okay that's probably not the way which could be the foundational stone that needs to be removed i don't know
0: yeah because that's a trick of your mind Mm -hmm. about being the nice guy the guy who doesn't cause pain and stuff Mm -hmm. that's a trick of the mind
7: so how would you not use the mind to get that to soften
0: yes Because it's about kind of saying, okay, spirit, take it. Do it. Do what you need to do with me. Come on. I mean, I'm just letting go of the brakes here. Putting myself into neutral. You're in charge.
7: But when I do that, I end up more like this gal, Grace, where I'm like, oh, my gas gauge pops up. You know, like that kind of stuff, which is like, what? I don't want to live like that. You get (laughs)
0: ungrounded? Yeah. Like the
7: common sense you were talking to her about. I think I have too much of that to go into hey, this is just magically happening and I'm going with this flow and believing this. I don't find that that available to me yet.
0: That wouldn't be what I'm recommending. Okay. I thought it was
7: like, let spirit take the flow and I'm worried that my flow would become my own religion or whatever you were saying before. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because
0: that's that's where it's gone a little bit you know that's Grace's taint on it. That's 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 well, how it's so
7: interesting. You know, it, it is. I, I just never even thought about it as a yeah. trap before. You yeah. articulating, thank you, and maybe that's helpful. Well, I mean, everybody's been sure, helpful.
0: sure. So, so somebody who's more familiar with hanging out in spirit and in other dimensions—that's often a direction. And Grace is a great example of that. But somebody who's kind of grounded and practical and focused in life—and and they've achieved a lot in life because you can't achieve in this world unless you're very practical and luck is on your side and certain things have to be in place that's the way we've created our societies so that would make you grounded and make you apply because you can see cause and effect in the phenomenal world very clearly and so that makes you grounded you would never become a grace That won't happen. That won't happen. (laughs) But taking a moment of like, okay, whatever it is that makes me want to kind of stay in control and stay managing my life and, you know, keeping it kind of comfortable and me kind of at the steering wheel, it's okay for you to give it a shake. Mm -hmm. And if you have that intention, something just gets softer. The controller gets softer. Of course, the idea that I don't want to and I do want to, these ideas that we have, they all get turned upside down and inside out. And we usually end up having to do the opposite because we've been so forced by it should be this way. And my life experiences have taught me that it's better to be like this. That's a prison. That's a prison because it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it, 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 it it makes sure that your mind and your beliefs and your experiences are guiding your way on. There is a deeper wisdom that you have, but now it's conforming to what life has taught you, and that's fine. But it will be an obstacle. It's a thing that'll make your spirit spirituality stay inside. Hmm. Um.
7: So, other than like. Other than trusting a broken gas gauge, what would be an example in my life of a way that I would say, let control soften?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Your perception will change. You will see places where you are not in control and be amused at the idea that you are ever in control. Got it. It's a shift in perception for you because your perception is so aligned with the phenomenal world and that spirit kind of informs that. You've made it work. You've made it work and it's been very nice. But your perception is very narrow about how things are. You're you're seeing what you've programmed yourself to see. And you're not the bravest about stepping outside of that. Mm -hmm. So in saying, okay, show me that I'm not the controller, In some way, kind of just like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm asking to be softer or looser or more open around this, to be more challenged in some way. Your perception, your perception will shift. Mm -hmm. That's what will happen to you. Your ability to function in the world will be just the same. But how you will see things, how you will interpret things will broaden more into the reality of how things really are.
7: So it's more your initial talk of trust. Indeed. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Indeed. Great.
7: Thank you, that's kind of what I was hoping for, some little Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, Thank you very yeah,
7: much.
4: Yeah. yeah, sure. Appreciate it.
3: <laughs> yeah, sure, okay.
0: Okay, uh, the faces who were, anybody else who wasn't up yet? No, okay. Uh, yes, yourself. Yeah. And then we'll go to you. Yeah, I, I, I want to... No, please, Sorry? please. No, I, I just want to make sure I get those who haven't come up
4: already.
8: Hi. 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 I was waiting yesterday for the right question to come up. It was something with family, but my God, why, why talk about something that God will take care of anyway? Why not ask something real? So uh, I've been doing this for a long time, these kinds of things. And I find uh, such joy, you know, in being in front of people doing this kind of thing, listening to wonderful satsang, you know, wonderful exchanges with people. And uh, I find out I love being in front of groups and um, just having fun, letting this kind of thing happen with people, you know, with chanting or talking or that kind of thing, and I belong to a number of sanghas. I still hold back. And now uh, God has opened up a big space in my life. I've just retired. So how can this unfold? What, what am I still withholding from life that won't let this fully express itself with others, with other groups? And you're... you're um, I love what Jamie said, what Jameson said about... You know what 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 do you see you know in the aura what what's going on that you see that might be holding this back
0: so tell me tell me more about the fact that you love the exchanges or the chanting that happens in in the sanghas that you're in
8: um, i'm feeling it now it's like such a it's like people completely being themselves yes. you know and uh Yes. Everybody in this life, including myself, you know, we have to play our roles. We have to look at the gas tank gauge. Sure, We're yeah. always playing games with ourselves. you know, God's in control. That's good. So God will fill the gas tank, yes. you know, and, or, uh, uh, but the fundamental experience is uh, we had a lunch yesterday, you know, I just love talking about this stuff. Okay. And, uh, okay. and I love being at the presence of this, where the presence okay. is here in the room. Okay. and at the same time uh, uh, I don't have a regular uh, I belong to sanghas but I don't have a regular group that comes to my house okay. I've been empowered to be a teacher in a number of traditions but I don't really actively pursue that okay. I'm just in awe of people like you that you're magnificent with being with others I find I'm still unnerved by others not everybody but you know to fully open up and to allow people to be what they are
0: you're unnerved. Tell me about that. What happens?
8: Um, I suppose there's fear and nervousness. There's some holding back or feeling they're not going to like what's going on, or that if I fully express myself, that this is going to create problems or disapproval from others.
0: Well, what's what's all that bullshit? That's stuff all about? bullshit. So, bundy, what is, where is all
8: that? Where's those the truth, the technical term, the sun scars? Where's that coming from? Yeah. I mean, on a practical level, the way you know, the divinity's constructed, the beingness of it is is a big person with a big voice, elaborate vocabulary, and you know, why not why not let divinity express itself through all of that stuff? Why not let it fully express? Yes. And yet there's still cross programming going on. Okay, so
0: so what's going to be the outcome? What's the, the, the fallout that you're trying to avoid by not allowing that full expression?
8: Uh a life where, you know, I'll use divinity, even though I don't often use the term. Divinity is, is 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 playing through me, and yet uh, there's some fiction in me that divinity's created that wants to inhibit that flow. You know why why inhibit the flow? Yes, you know. Uh,
0: yes, but why? Is, Answer the question. You're doing, the one doing it. You're the one who's avoiding some consequence. Right, some What's going to happen? Uh, you must have some created thing there, because yeah, you're- I know,
8: and I—that's why I'm up here. What is that? Is it—is it fear of disapproval? Is it fear of condemnation? Yeah. It might be. Is it fear of what, attack at some uh-huh. level? Uh-huh. Is there some incident from some other existence where yeah. one is shut down severely, or attacked, or Which killed? Which one feels
0: or- right? Yeah. Which one? I feels think in right. certain ways, yeah.
8: all of them do. In one. all right. The times that there's some incidents in there that are slowing down this this thing, yeah. Uh, and it seems like a shame. I mean, that's all. It just seems like you know, to sh- to be here, you know, and to be in this. Like, look what God set up. This is amazing. This situation right here is just freaking amazing. Yes. What's the chances? You yes. know, to get all these people together, all into this kind of stuff, yes. having you here. What's the chances? Yes. And so. Uh, what what's there not to just do it, yes. and at the other extreme is uh, aren't we doing it in any case? Yes. So why the objection? Why the why the disagreement with the way grace is flowing?
0: Okay. So the disagreement part of you can you let that talk give it voice without editing it.
8: I'm not sure, other than that some don't like to admit that some kind of fundamental fear, yeah. almost like a physical fear of Keep being talking. chopped up or something. Keep going. And when the weeping was, was going on like that, and then you said, this is deep, deep karma. These are deep stuff. It's a feeling of almost uh, 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 evisceration or like being severely condemned. And uh, uh, in these lovely, when we get together in these groups... You know, this level of spirituality, you're bringing it up, but it's really deep. It's like one of this is, people forget, you know, uh, i reading a line in Ken McLeod or something, that the Buddha at the end of his, his life was largely abandoned by his followers. Yes. You know, he, he died and he died, he was poisoned. Yes. And he knew he was going to be poisoned. He said, oh, what the hell, and he just ate it. The other thing is, you know, when Christ was crucified... You know, everybody knows he was bandy but I mean, he was stripped naked. In a Jewish tradition, he was stripped naked, nailed yeah. to a cross. Yeah. And they just abandoned him. They yeah. told him, you know, that was amazing. Uh-huh. So there's some deep level ingram in me that connects with this stuff in relation to being, uh, you know, spirituality or spiritual and teachers. And when,
0: when, I'm going to personalize it, when you were crucified, um, something survived, though, huh? You're here telling the story.
8: Well, the love of this, the the, the the living Christ, you know, the the, um, the Buddha, Buddha. The body dies, but what Buddha was never dies. How could that possibly die? Correct. You know, it's it's. And you it's, didn't
0: die either. No. What you are didn't die either. No. So so, what if you get crucified again? Nothing really happened to you because yeah. you're here telling the story.
8: Right. So there must be some identification with the identity or some self-protection or something that holds back because we can't die you know i know that we, uh, we can't we no. can't it's impossible to no. die the other thing which is hard to understand is we really can't suffer the only thing that suffers is the identification with the being the body the pain body that's the only thing that suffers there, yes. there isn't any suffering really right
0: that's right. right that's right so why are you paying homage to the opposite of those truths I don't
8: know Why in this life? You do. Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. You do.
8: Can't... That's why I'm up here. And it's uh, holding on to the persona or something. I know these things. I mean, uh, not just know them intellectually. I know them absolutely to be true. But at the same time, what is one holding on to? Uh, uh, You know, is it a, a persona, a need to be acknowledged? I'm not quite sure what it is.
0: So, what would it be like to stand in your power and be visible?
8: That's the question. What would it be like? And not only that, but you. uh, And not the ego
0: power, but the real power. No, no, the
8: real power, the Lord's power. Uh, Take the Buddha say, take your seat. Yes, take your seat. Take the Dharma seat. Yes. Um,
0: What would that be like?
8: On one hand, it would be uh, it it would be the truth. You know. Yes. Tell me about uh, the other one. The other one it would be uh giving up a lot of any kind of sense of identity or safety or being uh in a in a secure spot, yes. both in terms of identity financially yes uh in terms of one's relationships, so what you were saying to james Jamie was it uh-huh. yeah. yeah Jamie, you know what would it like not to you know not to lose the brother to lose the son Jamie had that beautiful thing yes uh to lose the um yes. I'll, I'll say it. To lose the dove. Maybe well, that's the thing. You can either lose the dove or you can lose the attachment to one's family. But, you know, between the two, the dove you can't actually ever lose. All you can do is you you, you think you lost it. Yes, you, you think can't you act You can't actually no, lose the No, you can't dove. lose it. Uh, it's eternal.
0: Um, when the attachment is gone, it's gone.
8: Yeah, that's true. But I still have... Some so, what about standing
0: in your power and claiming it and being visible?
4: Mm.
8: Well, that's the task. Yeah, that's the task.
0: What, what? Y- yeah, okay, you've just shifted your energy now up to your neck.
8: So yes, you're answering from your head up, right? Neck up. Right. I don't know, other than just to do it.
0: Yes. You can think about it and that will yes. stop you. Yes. Or you can just get thoughts out of the way and say, and do it yourself.
8: Yes. I think that's also part of it. Is uh, um, I'm the type of teacher that will, will uh, go to a course and read from, do a reading, or work through somebody else's. Be brave. Yeah.
0: Find courage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Find your balls.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: Really, like really, I'm serious.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm serious. Throw out the books. Stand up there, and if spirit doesn't come through you, you're going to learn about it. It's about nobody else. It's about you. It's about you.
8: About embodiment.
0: Yes, about embodiment. It's no good. If you're talking intellectual stuff to students, it's no good.
8: No, it isn't. Ah,
0: doesn't change anything. I was Just with someone in two mind.
8: weeks, and I told them I was seeing you, and they asked, what lineage does she come on?" And I thought, "Yes, what total... Fucking horseshit is that. Yes. You know, yes. You know what lineage you come. You know yes. it's like you're either you 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 speak out of the Holy Spirit or as they said like that. You you either know something or you're you're yeah. one of the pandits. Yeah. Yeah. Who the who the. That's can right.
0: That's right. It's garbage, but you can always say Ramana Maharshi. So it I did. It keeps very good. <laughs> it pacifies that questioning mind. Yeah, quieted
8: right down. Yeah. She wanted to know what specific teacher, but I said, "Well, oh, you're in an ashram around Ramana Maharshi. Yeah, That's yeah. Yeah, but yeah." To say that you're yes, as Christ was or Ramana Maharshi, you have no teacher. it's yes. In the, the Tibetan tradition, forgive me. It's. It's a a Vidyadhara. It's wisdom itself. Yes, it's wisdom itself. You're initiated by God itself. Yes. But the
0: mind who doesn't trust wants the lineage. Right. That's the untrusting mind, huh? Right,
8: right, right,
0: right. Where the intellect is in charge of where I go. That has its place, but...
8: It does have its place. Yes.
0: So it's fine, you know? We can give the answer when that's required. But what you Mm -hmm. bow down to is another thing. Mm. is another thing that's between Pardon you and God
8: yes it is between yes it is In God
0: so what about going out there with courage no longer referring to books mm. just letting it rip mm. and there will be fallout mm. you'll fall on your face but that's how we learn
1: mm.
0: that's how we learn mm. I've fallen on my face plenty of times mm. and I, I still I still welcome it because that's how I learn no? that's mm. how I grow
1: mm. what about it That's just
0: the human aspect of of evolving as a person.
1: Mm.
0: I can't help that. That's being human. Mm. Unblock yourself. Just throw off those shekels, huh? Mm.
8: There's a wonderful story. There was a great teacher named Naropa. And uh, do you know the story of Naropa? Do you know about that he ran into a wisdom Dikini. Do you know that story? You
0: pull up the... Yes.
8: Naropa was a great, great teacher and a great pandit. He was a great scholar and he was the head of a gigantic university in Nalanda, uh, India. And uh, one day he was on a trouble travel, traveling to a conference and he ran into an ancient, ugly, wizened old w- woman. And she said, where are you going, great Naropa? And he was surprised, you know, that this old... Crow knew who the great scholar was. He says, I'm on to a conference to present a paper. And she said, oh, that's fantastic. Do you know what the paper means? He says, of course I know what it means. Oh, you asshole. She said, you idiot. You don't know anything what that paper is really about. He said, really? He said, no. But there is somebody, my brother, who does know what that paper is about. You should go study with him. And he had, the, spiritually, the living shit kicked out of him over the next 12 years from a great, great Mahasiddha. And he only really got it when his other teacher, his real guru, he was sitting in the dirt with his teacher. The teacher picked up a filthy shoe. And remember, he was a great scholar and slugged him in the head with it. And that's when, that's when he got it. Yes. So, that's, that's alarming. For someone like Naropa. <laughs> yeah. And it's one thing to hear that story and it's another thing to endure. So, yeah. And I love what Jamie said like that. Or who was the person yesterday who had the, the white lies? What a marvelous insight. Tom. That? Tom like that. It's like, what? A...
0: You have to find courage. Yeah, all right and stop carrying your crutch
1: Mm.
0: of limiting yourself Mm. and of your book and your documents Mm. and whatever sangha you're in let it flow the part of your mind that that pulls you back chuck it aside, say no, I see you I see you, no I see you, you're not in charge anymore, forget it get really strict with yourself stop hiding
1: Mm.
0: just stop hiding there's nothing really to dig out from your past. It's just the imprint that you're obeying. It's only the imprint. That, that's all I'm seeing. Is it's just an imprint, actually. It's not like we've got to go in and expose various things. It's just that you're bowing down to the imprint. You have to stop doing that.
1: It's
0: just a bad habit.
8: Mm. Actually a kind of spiritual pride.
0: Yes. Oh yeah, you can walk safe and you can control certain things, you know? Well
8: it's in service to the a dramatic term is the devil, which is the small self. Yeah. Yes. Playing false homage.
0: Yes, you're playing false homage. Yes. Mm. Yeah.
8: Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. All right.
0: Yeah. Mm. You have to draw a line under that and be very disciplined. Mm. Be very clear about it. No longer. No longer. No longer. To obey the the, the shirking pattern, you
8: know. All right, dear. Thank you, Tara. You're right.
0: I'm, I'm just feeling there's no more energy right now. Yeah. Is everybody depleted? We we'll do lunch? All right. Okay.